Welcome to another episode of Expert Access. This is Danella Burnett with Encore Elite Events and Speakers Need to Speak. And I love to bring you experts that we meet around the world through speaking and live events. And if you'd like to be in this chair, definitely get in touch with our team at Speakers Need to Speak. Isabel Fagan here, guest host of Expert Access. And I'm here with Karen Strauss, founder of Hyper Global Publishing. Thank you so much for being here today. It's my honor. Thank you, Isabel. <laughs> we are here in the beautiful, ever wonderful mm. Malibu, California. And we're here talking today about the passions that you have for your clients, the wonderful work that it is that you're doing with them, and the evolution that you're seeing through your clients that has really changed a lot of things. Why don't you share with us a little bit about what it is specifically that you do as a publisher? Great. So one of the things is that I think that that is a little different is that I come from the traditional publishing world. Mm -hmm. So I, I bring that to all my clients. Mm -hmm. The um, working with hybrid global is very experiential mm -hmm. so that we take care of you from the writing of the book to the production of the book. Oh, um, wow. Yes. And promotion and marketing and distribution. It's really um, everything that a traditional publisher would do. And we provide the same uh, team, the same kinds of team mm -hmm. that you would experience uh, working with a traditional publisher. So really, you're more of a one-stop shop. So it doesn't matter if they have already started their book or they haven't even written a single word. Exactly right. Oh, we can wow. We can meet them where they are. And that's a magical experience as well, because not only are they able to really see the birth of their idea come to fruition, but if, even if they've already started it, you still kind of guide them towards the finish line. Right. A lot, I find that a lot of people get paralyzed. Mm. Somewhere they might be starting to write the book, they get motivated, then they get distracted, something happens in their life, and it goes in a draw. Yes. And so when that happens, how do you typically... Uh, really quickly turn that around for them to so really have we, them focus again. Great. So we provide them with coaching mm -hmm. and then I, we usually work with a developmental editor. Okay. So it's, uh, we provide, depending on what they need, 10, 20, 40 hours working with the developmental editor who it's, they provide accountability and they also provide direction in terms of helping the author write it, keep it consistent. Um, and they have a partner in, in the writing of the book, even though the voice, of course, is theirs. Wonderful. Stay tuned for more because we're going to dive more into the wonderful world of hyperglobal publishing here with Karen Strauss. Hey, have you ever wanted to make money with mail? Well, listen, here's the thing. As a business owner, our job is to do two things, save time and make more money. Well, with MakeMoneyWithMail.com, the platform is right out in front of you. This is a platform that's going to allow you to go in create an ideal customer list and it is going to literally spit out a customer list highly targeted based on every attribute that you put inside the system for about 10 cents a piece once you have those inside the system you can not only can you export them but you can also use the same platform to send out a greeting card a postcard or even a personalized gift go check it out at makemoneywithmail.com Welcome back to Expert Access. We are here with Karen Strauss of Hyperglobal Publishing. So Karen, how long exactly have you been in the publishing world? I know there's a lot of different uh, time frames and quick turnaround times with education, but how long have you <laughs> truly had experience being a publisher? 
Well, I like to say that I've been in publishing since the Gutenberg Bible was invented. Oh, I can So that's a long time. <laughs> but but um, I've been in publishing for 38 years. So, so, you, so you do have quite a bit of experience. Yes, I'm, I'm what you call a veteran. Love it. <laughs> Worked in uh, traditional publishing, Random House, Macmillan, Crown, um, in sales, marketing, publicity. Mm-hmm. And so that's the experience. Um, that's kind of my pedigree. So that's the experience that I bring with me um, to to work with my um, current clients. So then would you consider yourself more of a true traditional publisher or more of a boutique publisher because you offer so many different aspects? Great question. I would say it's a little bit of both. I bring, I'm a boutique publisher, but I bring the old world traditional Mm. experience to the authors. So I think that's a little bit what differentiates Mm-hmm. our company from yeah. from others and with different word counts comes different styles like chicago style traditional style new age style um there's probably even more that i'm not even listing ap yeah oh, a- ap yeah so when it comes to certain aspects and training would you feel like it's more of one style versus another for sure so we only sorry we only use the chicago manual of style that is really the universal language that mm-hmm. traditional publishers use for books. Okay. Now, I know magazines are different and you know journals, mm-hmm. um, they all use different styles. But for books, we're pretty adamant about using Chicago Manual style. I don't work with any editors who don't have that credential. So, so no matter what style, whatever, people on your team truly understand and have the finger on the pulse of what it is that you are doing, the styling, and the deliverabilities for your clients. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, yeah, everybody must have deadlines, right? There are of course. book launches, there are <laughs> events, you know, all these things that are going on. And so we work backwards with an author. We always do mm-hmm. what we call an onboarding meeting. Okay. And we, we do deadlines. And we um, we talk about uh, working from the, we, we reverse engineer. Oh, so we say. So, so you start from the finish line and work right. your way all the way to the weekend. That's exactly right. It's okay. much easier actually to do that. When would you like to publish? Well, mm-hmm. I'm doing this event in March. Yes. So then we work backwards. We're doing an Amazon bestseller campaign. So we work backwards from our hard deadlines for when the launch needs to be. And then Love what that. do we need to do in order to make that deadline? So you have your finger on the pulse of what it is that you do and can do for your clients, but can you give us a quick example of at least one of them that even when they were done working with you, they continue to find success with their book? Yes. Um, so we have an author named Annie, and she wrote a book called The Ugliest Word. She oh. actually wrote it as a fiction book, but it's really her experience as a child with um, sexual abuse. It's a really heartbreaking story. And it took her years and years. And I don't know if you ever get over it, but she she actually created this major support group and so on and so forth. And what she wanted to do with this book is create a movement because mm-hmm. she feels that the um, incest is the last taboo. We have the Me Too movement, oh. right? And so the, you know, voting rights, you know, the women's rights, um, but... Um, incest is just still a word that people shy away from. She wants to bring that out into an open conversation. She really wants to create and is creating a movement around this. So she has thousands of people in her support 
um, group. And now what they've done is petition Congress, and she's been working with um, senators in Congress with oh, wow. an organization called RAIN, um, and they are going to create a bill in Congress about uh, the penalties and so on and so forth for um, for sexual uh, incest as a child. Oh my goodness! So that is such a heavy topic. I just want to absorb that. Yeah. For a second. <laughs> but the fact that this book that started out as an idea wanted to be a fictional book mm-hmm. became so personal and such a massive movement that it's going into Congress. Yes. That is amazing. And has bipartisan support, which is amazing in this oh, environment. Yeah. And with and with any kind of abuse as well, especially, it is something that is difficult to talk about. Very. Let alone when it comes to be very personal. Right. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to chew on that a little bit more. And but stay tuned because we're going to hear a lot more from Karen Strauss of Hyperglobal Publishing. Stay tuned. Appreciation will win out over self-promotion every single time. Appreciation is the cornerstone of businesses. At Thank You On Demand, you can set up your 14-day trial to take our appreciation machine for a spin. This machine is going to allow you to send a customized and personalized thank you card, postcard, or even gift with one click of a button. It all starts today at thankyouondemand.com. Welcome back to Expert Access. I'm Isabel Donadio, guest host, here with Karen Strauss of Hyper Global Publishing. So we've talked about your wonderful list of credentials, even had a powerful example of one of your clients. But in your time of being a publisher, how have you seen things evolve and change? Is it a massive difference? Is it a slight difference? Tell us a little bit more about that. You wouldn't even recognize it. Oh, really? really? It's di- it's changed so much. So there, <clears throat> there's a big divide between the traditional publishers who still rely on the bookstore model. So okay. when I was a sales director at a, um, you know, at a traditional publishing house at Crown and Avon, mm-hmm. um, we had 20 or 25 sales reps that each would call on bookstores, different regions, Barnes and Noble, Borders, uh, oh, Books wow. a Million, Hastings, um, the airport stores, the warehouse clubs, they were all critical to our success. Mm-hmm. And that was really, we did advertising. We did what we call co-op advertising, which means that you essentially, you pay Barnes and Noble or the bookstores to feature your book out in front, the front bins or oh, okay. the windows. So, so, so it wouldn't be just shelf space. So it, it would, there would also be categories specifically to have it featured in the front. That's correct. It's, okay. it's pay to play, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? And that went on for years and years. There actually used to be an expression called stack them high and watch them fly. Interesting. So, okay. We used to get out as many books as possible. But the thing is, in publishing, there's what we call returns. Mm-hmm. So that any bookstore, it's really selling on consignment. Mm-hmm. Any bookstore could return a book at any point. So a year later, we might be getting, you know, thousands of books back. And in fact, the profitability would go way down. And so maybe um, we would sell 30% and 70% would actually come back. And okay. that's not something you ever want to happen. Of course, no. So, But there was no real way to track it for sure, just because unless they sent you the books back. 
or, or was there a way yes. to be involved every step of the way of like, okay, we've had these many sales this week. Well, we we did we did get reports from okay. from the you know from the major accounts mm -hmm. from the wholesalers, so we could tell how it was going, mm -hmm. but we couldn't control returns. Right. Right. So, so it, it is what it is. And I had many experiences of, of when I was a publicist getting authors on the Today Show or even 60 Minutes or, oh, wow. you know, um, you know, major, major Oprah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we would then, everybody would want the book. So we might sell a hundred thousand copies in 48 hours and it would be shoved into bookstores um, in time for Oprah or the, you know, wh right. whatever it was. Um, unfortunately, you know, you never can tell what the public wants to buy. Of course. Right. So they might show up and buy the book in droves. Mm. But what happened sometimes was they did not. They saw it more as a magazine article or a television interview. Mm. And so we would be left holding the bag for, right. you know, I like to say we, we might we get out 100,000, we get 110,000 back. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it was really um, not a great model. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is a couple of things. One is there's a new owner of Barnes & Noble. Um, mm -hmm. He comes from the UK, owns Waterstones, which is a phenomenal book chain. Yes. Phenomenal. And so he came. He's completely changed the model for Barnes & Noble, which is mm -hmm. awesome for us as entrepreneurs and speakers. The reason for that mm -hmm. is... No longer do we have to go to the corporate headquarters mm -hmm. for Barnes & Noble to bring in a bunch of books nationally. Mm -hmm. Now, he has given the store managers um, the, the power mm -hmm. to bring in whatever books they feel necessary that will sell in their region. Interesting. It's amazing. So, so now it's broken down. So they're actually helping the author, person who has, a, who has books that want shelf space. It's more catered to... These are the kind of books that people in this this re this region wants. That's exactly right. people in this region. That's exactly right. So we can send our authors into Barnes and Noble or any of the really independent bookshops, and they love working with local authors. Mm -hmm. And so the store manager will always work with them, mm -hmm. you know, and they can buy books through the wholesaler Ingram, which is our distributor. Mm -hmm. um, and so the the process works seamlessly. So um, everybody's happy about that, and we don't really get returns that way either. Love it. So there has been a massive change because this one individual is able to change the entire programming. Mm -hmm. Now it's more catered and more involved. Right, right. Yeah. And in addition, um, we don't rely so much on the bookstore model. Mm -hmm. As you know, working with entrepreneurs and speakers, mm -hmm. they sell a lot of books mm -hmm. by having masterminds or right. having their own programs or speaking at an event where they sell books at the event. So... Uh, we we focus on that kind of marketing and mm -hmm. promotion and helping them uh, get speaking engagements and radio shows and podcasts um, and so um, to to get them visibility and credibility. Okay, love it. Thank you. Stay tuned because when we come back, we're not only going to hear specifically the kinds of clients that Karen works with, but also the kinds that she doesn't. Stay tuned. Hey. If you haven't heard about MakeMoneyWithMail.com, today is your very, very lucky day. You know why? Because as business owners, here's what we know. We know we have two jobs, save time and make more money. Well, at MakeMoneyWithMail.com, they've put together a platform that does that brilliantly. You see, 
one of the things that we all need in our businesses is to have those leads, those opportunities to talk to our absolute ideal client. So all you have to do is go plug in the, the attributes and the system is going to spit those out for about 10 cents a piece. Once you have those, now you can use the platform to send out personalized and highly customized greeting cards, postcards, and even gifts with a click of a button. Do your business a favor. It will thank you, I promise, at makemoneywithmail.com. Welcome back to Expert Access here with Karen Strauss of Hyperglobal Publishing. With the kinds of clients that you have had experience with, can you be more specific of the kinds of clients that you do work with currently or the ones that if you even want to have a conversation with you, that they have to have a certain area of expertise in what it is they want to write about? So we work a lot with uh, business leaders, thought leaders. Okay. Uh, we work with a lot of coaches, particularly mm -hmm. in the mind, body, spirit. Okay. So personal development, wellness, mm -hmm. health. Um, general, just kind of general overall, you know, okay. with integrative doctors, we work with dietitians. Okay, great. Know. Yeah, yeah. And, and the people on your team are also qualified. So if there is ever any uh, lingo in there, yes. that they, are, they are able to help break it down. So it's in more layman's terms. We have different developmental editors that okay. are specialized in different categories. Perfect. And so with that, I kind of want to stay in the same category, but can you be very specific about the kinds of clients that you don't work with? We don't work with um, mostly with graphic novels. Okay. We do, we've done a few children's books, but it's not really our lane. Mm -hmm. um, and we, with fiction, we've done several books. We've done several pieces of fiction, mm -hmm. um, but that's not really our sweet spot. Right. But we do them because of my experience with fiction, mm -hmm. but but um, in terms of marketing and promotion, our sweet spot is really nonfiction and in the business and the health and wellness area. Yeah. And it's not that there's anything wrong with these particular types of categories of books, but it's more of the fact that you have a specific niche of people that you have worked with. And so to give them the best results, to give them the best version of you and your team is to work within the realm of what you do. Exactly. Well. And we know what works. And mm -hmm. um, I think that it's good to kind of not do everything. Yes. That way you are very specific. You are within your niche. But also, if you do ever come across someone that isn't the perfect fit for you, you can always refer them to, always. oh, I know this person. Absolutely. Right. And that's what's nice about the world that we're in is we know um, people like David Fagan and we know people who, um, you know, who are other publishers, traditional publishers. I One of my best friends is a children's publisher. So if something comes along, right. you know, hey, Steve, is this one right for you? We yeah. know agents. So. It's, not, it's not a, no, I don't work with you. Go away. No, no, no. We always try <laughs> and be helpful and at yeah. least refer them to the next level. I love that. And so for other authors out there, whether or not they are your clients, what is the best way for an author to monetize their book nowadays? So great. Um, so if you, this is why we love working with people in business mm -hmm. because they're getting out and speaking and they're getting mm -hmm. out, um, to, to do radio shows and podcasts. And so, um, when they're speaking at an event, for instance, they might use something as a lead magnet. That's something, okay. right? And so they might use a chapter mm -hmm. of their book and say, Hey, 
Um, if you want to download a chapter of my book, click on this link, mm -hmm. and then they collect the email. Mm -hmm. um, and now you're developing a, a fan base and you're yes. developing a potential client list. Yeah. And so we had an author who really did extremely well. Mm -hmm. It was about money, family money, managing okay. family money. And so um, she had spoke at a lot of conferences. She said, download this chapter. She then followed up. Would you like to make an appointment? And she got a ton of clients. Because once you know they download a chapter of your book, they're interested in the topic. So you need to follow up. So that's one way is speaking, using your book as a lead magnet, and then and then following up with appointments. Yeah, and it could be the first it can be the first chapter, it can be the first Any 44 chapter. pages. Right. You now it could be, you know, specifically for this, it can even rotate. It's like, oh well, if you wanted that one, we're offering this chapter this month, but if you want that one, love that. We should have a yeah. conversation. Great idea. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. <laughs> hey, it's it, it's an open idea. Is Anyone can use it. That's free? Okay. <laughs> So other ways are lots of our clients um, have six month or a year long program okay. of some sort where they're coaching. Mm -hmm. They might be one on one coaching or group yeah. coaching. And so they might turn that book into a workbook. Excellent idea. Which turning is into a yeah. workbook, even a coursework and a coursework and, and a course. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, and exactly coursework, a workbook, mm -hmm. an audio book. So we like to. Um, work with our authors and um, I have a saying about we deliver content in the way people want to hear it and absorb it. So some people like print books, some people like audio books, some people like, um, you know, eBooks, mm -hmm. right? And so, so we want to deliver all of those formats. Um, but a key way to, to make money with your book is definitely you can actually create a course out of your book the 10 chapters or so or 12 chapters of your book then can become the 12 modules of your course. Oh, wow. So it's actually easy to do. And then you can sell the course in the book and the workbook for a lot more money. There you go. So you now have some great tidbits on how you can monetize your book, whether or not you work with Karen, but you probably should. What is one piece of advice that you would give to authors, whether or not they're your clients or not, to just help them get motivated just to get started? So that's a, a great question. I would say, um, take, you know, writing is like a muscle. It's like working mm -hmm. out, right? So the more you work out, the, the better you get at it yeah. and you actually kind of get addicted to it, you mm -hmm. know, uh, when you start exercising. Right. So if you can take even 10 minutes every day and just write something down or even speak it into your phone, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't yeah. really even have to it's make just, sense. Just free flow. Just get it out onto the page. Right. Right. Don't even think about writing in a linear way. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, just, just get that muscle going. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and the other piece of advice is if and when you're ready, you know, working with a business coach or mm -hmm. developmental editor um, really does help. The, the key thing is writing that outline. So the mm. outline is like your GPS system. Okay. So just as long as you just get it on the page, there is someone there to still help put all the pieces together. Absolutely. So don't worry about editing or anything like that. Just free flow. Love it. And so for those of you that want to connect with Karen, what is a website that people can go to to connect with you, learn more about you, and just find out more information? Great. The website is hybridglobalpublishing.com. 
We may I say one more thing. We have a yeah, yeah we, we have um um a two-day retreat that we do quarterly. Okay. If you are having trouble writing your book or you've been paralyzed or even you might have 10 ideas and not mm -hmm. sure which which book to write. Mm -hmm. Um so connect with me through hyperglobalpublishing.com and I can tell you more about our big leap retreat. Love it. Karen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you next time on Expert Access. This is Danella Burnett with Expert Access, and we'll be back next week with another incredible expert to help you as an entrepreneur. And if you'd like to be in this chair, definitely get in touch with our team at Speakers Need to Speak, and we look forward to bringing you another episode of Expert Access next week. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.